Hello, this is Pastor Jay with Walk Truth Radio Podcast, and we're going to discuss in our encouraging words this week, Christian accountability and responsibility, one to each other, two to God, and three to the world. How are we accountable and responsible for our behavior, actions, thoughts, and deeds when it comes to each other, God, and the world? And this week, we're going to start off with uh, ourselves. What, what is our responsibility to each other? And I want you to look at Romans 15, 1, 2, and 3. And we're just going to pick up and highlight some things. And out of ESV, I'm going to read some of it. And then we're going to just talk about and highlight it for the brevity. But I want you to go back and read it for yourself. And it starts off 15, 1 out of ESV. It say, we who are strong have an obligation to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. That's verse one. We of the saints have an obligation to bear up the weak, the failings of the weak. That also goes along with uh, Galatians 6 and 1 where it talks about we need to restore a brother who's caught up in a uh, failing or sin with meekness. So first obligation is restoration and to bear up. What does bear up actually mean? What it means is that you're strong enough to hold on and maintain the stability of someone as they are maybe weak and going through. So many times in Christian, uh, talking to other Christians and dealing with people who are in the faith, uh, we find that some look down on those who are going through. And it's quite fascinating, interesting, and disturbing to me that when we see each other going through things, we forget those who are, who are strong, forget at, at one time we were weak. And somebody, and I guarantee it, somebody came along and helped us through the word, through the strengthening of the word, through enduring of the word, through counseling us through the word of God, that we became strong. And now that we're strong, we want to sometimes pretend, and I do mean pretend, as if we didn't go through anything. And verse 2 tells us the next step. If we are to bear the shortcomings of the weak, then it tells us now to be sacrificial. It tells us, let each of us please his neighbor for his good to build him up. Let us please our neighbor for it is good to build him up. Wow. So not only am I able to... I'm able to steady someone and hold somebody and keep them in place through the times and, and, and just in dealing with them every day. This is my neighbor. This is my, the saints. And I also, in keeping them still, I have an obligation and responsibility to build them up. Wow. Build someone up. Now, there are times where correction and tearing down through correction is needed but that's done in love it's never meant to lord over someone because you're correcting them because they're weak and maybe not as far along in their sanctification process as you but you have to always remember you're not complete yet you're still a work in progress and you may be further along you may be considered an adolescent saint not a baby saint anymore but our goal is to come alongside them hold them steady give them confidence encourage them, help them endure, but also look forward to building them up and not putting them down. And this is the reason why. Verse three, 
For Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of those who reproach fell on me. And it said, fell approached you, fell upon me. So what was due to you actually fell upon Christ. So he said, Pastor, what, what was due to me? Well, you deserve the penalty of sin, which was death, complete separation, annihilation. You deserve to die. But what was supposed to happen to you legally happened to Christ. He took upon the punishment on the cross, the reproach, the indignation. He took it upon himself. An innocent man took all that abuse for you that you may live. He didn't satisfy his flesh. He put his flesh up to be abused. He didn't satisfy his need to escape or to run away. He went to the cross without saying a mumbling word. And then when he died, he said, it is finished. What was finished? The pleasure of the will of God in his life. Remember the Garden of Gethsemane? If there was any way that this could pass and be done another way, in his flesh, in his humanity, he knew what to expect. But in his spirit, his spirit was stronger. His will to do the Father's will was stronger. And not let it be his will, but let it be the will of the Father that be done. And oftentimes in building people up, we have to sacrifice ourselves. We have to lower ourselves. We have to humble ourselves. And remember that goes with the Christian scripture. When we humble ourselves in due time, God will exalt us. You will be exalted in due time if that's what's needed. But you know what's needed now? You to come alongside the weak and look forward to building them up. Sometimes just giving them a kind word will build them up. Oftentimes, go to scripture and show them that even though they may not feel that they're saved, they may not feel that they're being sanctified, God is faithful. And you know what I found out? Normally when I'm not feeling it, God is working his best work. It's not required that you feel salvation. Salvation is the state to which God puts us through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. What's required is that you believe that you believe in what has done the power over sin and now you're going to walk the walk of sanctification and you really participate in that a lot of times I find myself uh, going through this process realizing that I might have been saved on one day but you know what the sanctification process is the process of me yielding to the power of the Holy Spirit and proper instruction and there's a lot of times that I didn't yield it's not until I tried it my way and then God gave me the ability to repent and said your way is better and then I began to follow pursue and enjoy being led fed and growing in the Holy Spirit and that's what we need to tell people you're going to stumble you're going to fall you may fall back several times but to never give up because it's not about a feeling it's about a fact God saved you and he will never let go of you you may ignore him. You may turn your back on him. But you're saved. And you're going to be sanctified because you're his work. And never look at God's working on somebody else and look at them and marvel at where you think they are. Because you know what I found out? They might not be as far along as you think they are. And sometimes some of the greatest 
spiritual sayings, gifts, and utterances come from those who are still babes in Christ who are looking for the simplicity of the milk. They're not ready for the meat, but you know what? That milk from Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit is so pure and so good and so simplistic that all of us should take the time to go back and think about it and build upon it. Again, holding those who are weak in place, not letting them go, encouraging them. In Romans also, it tells us that these things were written aforetime for our learning, that through endurance and encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. That is our responsibility towards each other. And I'm going to cover some more tomorrow. But I want to encourage you today. In this lesson, bear up the shortcomings of the week, the failings of the week. And as you bear them, look forward to building. Bear and build. Bear and build. Why? Because Jesus didn't do what he wanted to do in the flesh. Why? Because what was due to us, he took upon himself. Why? Because he's sitting on the right-hand side of God, having all power, and we are justified by his blood and his death and his resurrection. So it should be almost second nature to understand what was given to us at the cross that we will be willing to bear up and build up so that we can bring our saints along one at a time, two at a time, into the marvelous relationship with Jesus. <laughs>